You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Kobernack. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you for singing that tonight. Have we found Ecclesiastes? Ecclesiastes after the book of... Proverbs, that's right. We were actually there for our uh, chapel services today for Victory Christian Academy. But it's not the same message. It's not the same message, I'll promise you that. Um, But Ecclesiastes chapter 12, and uh, before we read a verse of Scripture, uh, just one quick announcement I have is about adventure landing for our teens. And that is on Saturday. And we are leaving from behind the gym at 1230 and plan to get back at 7 p.m., and the cost for that activity is $30, and that includes two hours of unlimited go-karts, laser tag, mini golf, and also get some tokens for the arcade, so quite a good value there, and I am looking forward to a good um, good activity. Now, um, teens, if you're planning on going, we have a waiver for you to fill out, like we always do, and uh, so make sure to go to the church website under the teen ministry page. Uh, You'll find that waiver there and just complete that by Saturday. Looking forward to that. And if you're identifying as a teen tonight or on Saturday, you're welcome to come with and we'll have a great time. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. I'd like to read just one verse to start us off. And uh, this this verse will help kick kick into our first point of the night. Um, So we're going to get there. But uh, I've, I've heard a phrase growing up, and really it's as, as I got into church, I heard it a lot during preaching, and uh, it's a phrase that's used to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing as a Christian, living the Christian life, and that phrase, you, you're probably familiar with it, is keep on, keeping on. Raise your hand if you've heard that phrase before, keep on, keeping on. Well, tonight, that is the title of my message, so uh, hopefully that'll be uh, easy for us all to remember the phrase, and maybe you can use it this week, but keep on, keeping on. I remember hearing preachers say that uh, to encourage us to keep on keeping on. What does that mean? Well, uh, keep on living for God, right? Keep on loving God. Keep on serving God. Keep on doing right. Uh, Keep on loving others and encouraging others in God. Keep on coming to church. That's a good one. Keep on reading your Bible. Keep on praying. Keep on being a a good testimony, a godly testimony at your workplace. These are all uh, things that we can say, and when we say keep on keeping on, that's what we mean. Uh, And I want to, tonight, encourage you in the fact to keep on keeping on. But I think we also face the alternate to that. We hear that, we understand it, we know what we're talking about. But why is it so often that we're we're tempted to quit? Why is it so often that we're tempted to throw in the towel? And why, why do we become so discouraged in our daily lives? Why is it that it seems that the most difficult thing to do during our day is to keep our mind on Christ? Why is it that we find it so hard to pray? Why is it that we easily forget to read our Bible? I'm preaching to myself tonight, and hopefully be an encouragement to you, but this phrase of keep on keeping on, I want to encourage you tonight, but in order for us to do that, We must have some things that are evident in our life to keep on keeping on. Would you pray with me, and we'll get right into Scripture uh, this evening. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity uh, to have church tonight. And Lord, we do uh, miss our pastor, and I miss him especially much right now. And I do pray that you give him a great service as well as he's preaching tonight there in West Virginia. 
And I do pray, Lord, that you would speak to us tonight, speak to our hearts. I pray that our hearts would be in the condition that's right with you, that's open and receptive to what you'd have for us tonight. Uh, may you encourage us through your word, and may you challenge us as well. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Number one, we're going to get this point here from Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 13. The Bible says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments. Pretty simple. For this is the whole duty of man. Let me read that one more time. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. What's, what's life all about? What is our sole purpose? And that is to fear God and keep His commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. It's so easy to become distracted sometimes, isn't it? It's amazing with everything going on in our world especially. Uh, you, you turn on the TV and watch the news, you'll be distracted in a moment's time. Uh, but it's so easy to get all these distractions and, and to forget the main focus. So our first point tonight, if we're going to keep on keeping on, number one, we have got to keep the main thing the main thing. Maybe you've heard that before. Keep the main thing the main thing. And that is so true. We've got to. What is the main thing? Well, according to Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 13, the main thing is this right here, the Word of God. We ought to fear God and we ought to keep His commandments for this is the whole duty of man. Keep the main thing the main thing. You know, as, as humans, as people, there's a little bit of a ring, Nathaniel, if you could help me out there. And uh, by the way, our uh, ministry of the week, sound and video. Praise the Lord for sound and video. And uh, we always blame them when something goes wrong. But uh, appreciate you, brother. And I think Russell's up there, too. Thank you for your service tonight. Uh, where am I? As, as humans, we have a tendency to complicate things. Something as simple as even... The plan of salvation. Man, salvation's simple. It's so easy. The Bible says it's so easy that even a child can do it. What is it? Well, God so loved us, John 3, 16, that He sent His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the gospel. That's how you can experience salvation, have a home in heaven, have eternal life. But what do we do? It's not that easy, is it? It's not that easy. I mean, all we have to do to go to heaven, like have eternal life, all we have to do is receive Christ through faith? Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. And that's it. You don't have to add to it. You don't take away from it. You don't have to complicate things with, with the, the different religions that, that try to add to it because they're like, man, it has to be something more than just that. No, that's it. And, and the reason being is, it's not a lot on us, but Jesus Christ, it was a lot on Him. He gave His very life for us by shedding His blood on the cross. Salvation is something we tend to complicate um, in, in our finite minds. Uh, drama, whether that's uh, teens at school, uh, misunderstood situations, a lot of times the, the most uh, simple mis misunderstanding can become so complicated and blow up so big and we tend to complicate things in that area. How about our schedule? We tend to complicate our schedule a lot by uh, overcommitting, and sometimes I'm guilty of that. Uh, have have responsibilities, and then I overcommit, and now I'm flustered. Now my schedule's full, and I don't know what to do. And uh, so we, we tend to complicate things a lot. And I'm just going to go ahead uh, and admit tonight that I am a terrible multitasker. Anybody want to want to join me in on that? Um, you just want to admit I'm not very good at multitasking. A few of us, okay? 
uh, mostly men, I understand. Um, and so uh, you, you, can, you can ask Brother Caleb after the service. You can ask my wife after the service and Brother Dan and those that uh, work with me. Um, but uh, if I am trying to respond to a text message, someone texted me, I'm, I'm just trying to send them a quick response, and somebody's uh, talking with me or well or comes into the room and start, wants to start a conversation, um, I'm sorry, I cannot do both. I mean, I, I probably know that you're there, but I don't have that capability of answering you until I press send on the text message. I mean, that's, that's how bad it is for me. Um, I did that in school chapel today where I was, I was trying to operate the, uh, the slides, the, the song lyrics. And I was trying to do that, you know, be high tech and, and operate it from my iPad and sing along at the same time and get everyone to sing. Well, I just, I did a terrible job at it and Brother Caleb had to come to the rescue and uh, help me out with the slides because I cannot multitask. That's just how I am. Uh, my wife, on the other hand, I'm sure many mothers, you know, they're carrying a baby, they, they're talking on the cell phone and flipping pancakes at the same time. And I'm saying that because I've witnessed that. I'm an eyewitness of that uh, level of multitasking. And uh, ladies sometimes have it better. But sometimes we, we get to the point where it's life has so many responsibilities. Life has so many areas that demand our attention. And if we're not careful, we lose track of the main thing. We're not careful. We get so cumbered about with everything besides the main thing. And tonight, I just want to be a reminder to us, we've got to keep the main thing the main thing. I've got down here, as Brother Dan mentioned, I do have a few items, and thank you for uh, taking away my secrets. I have here a red ball. Now, the color red has nothing to do with the illustration, but I have this ball. And let's just say that this ball represents an area of life, a responsibility, or even possibly just a distraction in life. Now, in my right hand, I have the main thing, the Word of God. And I want to, the best of my ability, I want to make sure that I'm keeping the main thing the main thing. But sometimes we allow distractions into our life and we think, you know what, I think I can handle that. Meaning, I, I think I can handle this in my own strength. And so, yeah, one thing, it's just one ball. I mean, most somewhat coordinated people can do this, right? And I guess I'm somewhat coordinated, I can do that. All right, thank you, hold your applause, okay? I can do that, all right? I'm, I'm, not, I'm still kind of keeping the main thing the main thing. I've got it in my right hand, and, and I, I'm, this is my focus. The main thing is the main thing. I've just got a couple things on the side that are demanding my attention. And uh, two, two distractions that I'm going to try to deal with in my own flesh, my own strength. And now, I think I might be able to do it. I think. Let me, let me see. All right, okay. Now, hold your applause, please. Okay, and so we have two. Now, I do have a third ball here. Being patriotic tonight, red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. And uh, I, I cannot, I'm just going to be honest, I cannot juggle three balls in one hand. And so what we tend to do when we get overcomplicated in our lives and our attention is drawn off of the main thing, which is this, and I was holding on to it pretty good with two things that I, I, I was dealing with, distractions, but now it's just impossible. And, and But... These things are so important to me right now. I, I don't want to disappoint the people that, that uh, I'm tied up with here. And, and I've got these distractions. I know that I should be doing the main thing. But for a little while, I, I'm just going to set it aside here. I don't want to lose my spot, so I'll keep it open there. And uh, 
just for a little bit. Now, I'll come back to the main thing, but for right now, there's more pressing needs, and I have the needs right here. And so I'm just going to go ahead and juggle on my own strength. Oh, okay. All right. Now, now you can applaud. That's, thank you. Okay. Now, I, I can do that, but I'm going to admit to you, I cannot do, and by the way, I learned that in the gift shop of Niabi Zoo in Coal Valley, Illinois. It's amazing what you can do on a slow day at work. And so, there you go. Uh, but I cannot do that, and I'm just going to be honest with you. I can maybe juggle for a couple minutes, but I cannot beat the world record. The world record is 12 hours and 5 minutes, held by somebody back in 2009 in Texas. All right, I, I can't do that. And I think if we're all honest, we can probably juggle a few things, a few distractions, if you will, in our own strength. But eventually, we're either going to become tired or distracted by the distractions or something else, and we're going to lose it. We're going to drop the ball. All while you thought that was important, you, you've already let go of the main thing. Let's keep the Word of God. Let's keep God. Let's keep the fear of God a healthy respect for who God is and knowing that what we do is to honor and please Him, if we don't keep that the main thing, everything else in life is going to turn into chaos. Let me further explain to you. And Gabriel, I asked you ahead of time if you could help me. I had to pick out somebody strong, and he looks pretty strong. So I do have a strong concordance here. I think you're pretty strong to handle this. And uh, I'm, I'm going to show you, I put some words on the spine of these books here, and this first one is job. Now, there's a lot of areas in life, or stress factors, if you will, and I, I think if we're all honest, sometimes at work, our jobs can be somewhat stressful, whether that's the schedule of the job, whether that's you have a problem with a coworker, whether that's a lack of communication, um, but th there's some things that are involved in jobs that can somewhat be stressful. And uh, Gabe here, he's, he's our model Christian who's holding that stress of the job. And you've got it pretty good, right? I mean, it's just your job. Everything else is fine. Okay. This next one here, kind of related to a job, is finances. Okay, that could be bills adding up, unexpected uh, bills. That could be finances for, for anything. But yet, adding that, you've got job and you've got finances. Now, is it getting a little heavier? But, I mean, it, for you, it's fine, though. I mean, just a, a little bit of stress is all right. A little bit of stress is healthy. You know, it's just normal. Okay. This next one, good old American Dictionary of the English Language, 1828, Noah Webster edition. You've got relationships. Those are complicated sometimes, aren't they? Relationships. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a foe, but our relationships and the many relationships that we do have could be something that could cause us to get distracted, uh, stressed, uh, overburdened. How are we doing? Doing okay? Man, you, you can handle a lot. I know you can here. Let's see. This next one, organization. So this one is, is really, I mean, we've got the stresses of the job. We've got our finances that can pile up and cause some issues at home. We've got some relationships that can cause some issues and some undue stress. And then we have the organization of all of it. Now, I don't know about you, but clutter 
in a room or at a house or just a cluttered schedule or a cluttered life, that leads to a lot of stress for me. And uh, anybody can relate to that. Man, not being organized and feeling everything's just kind of not going uh, the way that you want it to and, and not in its place, that can contribute to a ton of stress. Now, Gabe, we're doing okay? Feel like you can, you're not getting shaky or anything? Yeah, I didn't think you would be. All right, this one here, we've got sickness. Sickness. Now, this could be, this could be emotionally. It, it could be physically. Uh, sickness, I think, obviously, now in 2021, we think a lot of COVID, and that can, uh, th- that can lend to a lot of stress. Now, it's, it's getting a little heavy, right, Gabe? I mean, just a little bit. Those are pretty heavy books. I mean, you're holding thousands of pages at this point. It's a lot of stress. Ooh, parenting. Now, we've got some teens up here, and and I pray for you parents, because I know what you're dealing with right here. Just kidding, they're great. Um, But uh, parenting, okay, that that in and of itself can cause some stress. We love our kids. They're great, but they're not always angels, are they? And uh, parenting takes work, and uh, I'm just starting out. My wife and I are just starting out, okay? Michael's about to turn four. I know we haven't entered the teenage years yet, and it's coming um, sooner than I probably want it to. But we've got parenting, okay? Parenting can cause some stress. And I've got the last one here. And the last one is education. That could be relating to your school, and I know sometimes that's a little bit, a little bit. That's, that's pretty stressful sometimes, especially dealing with COVID regulations and different things. Your education of your students, maybe yourself are taking some college classes and uh, you've got some, some work to do at home. Okay, all of these can contribute to stress. Now, that's all the books I have. And Gabe, how are you feeling? It's, it's a little heavy, right? Now, you can do pretty good there with, with all of that. But I think what, what happens is when we have a job and we have financial uh, stresses and relationship and organization, uh, trying to keep our life straight and sickness and parenting and education. And then on top of all of that, we tried to, if I had another book, I do have a book right here. All right, Gabe, I, I want to give you this right here. This one is church. This one's church. And you have a problem with church? No? I mean, you're going to be okay. I know you're handling a lot, but church, it's okay. A lot of times we get to this point, and Gabe's, Gabe's pretty strong, but for the average human being, I mean, you're super strength. For the average human being, a lot of times we have all of this that we're already dealing with on a weekly basis, and then we put church on top of it and you think, oh, I cannot do that. I'm, good night. Coming to church, and I know, I know you are at church on a Wednesday night. I'm talking to a different crowd, but I think we struggle with this. I, I think I struggle sometimes. Man, we've got church. I've already had a stressful week, you know, and, and, and so we have church and we put that there and, and then, oh. Hey, don't forget, I, I know you've got a lot, Gabe. I know, I know you've got your job and the finances, relationships, organization, sickness, uh, parenting, not yet, but uh, and education. Man, we got church on top of that now in reading the Bible, praying, have, having a walk with God. It, we, we tend to put that almost on the back burner sometimes because we have so many things demanding our attention. But the Bible says this. Would you turn with, are you Okay. We're good? You can hold it for a little bit longer? Okay, you're doing a great job. Would you turn with me to Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28? 
These are all very real areas of stress, very real areas of distractions. And we can be cumbered about and we can be so, so focused on these different areas and then we throw church on top of that and it's like, man, this is crazy. I don't know if I can handle this. And then we get to Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28. The Bible says, Come unto me, Jesus is speaking, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know what Jesus says? Jesus says, you know what, Gabe, I know you've got a lot, but if you'll just trust me, this is your yoke. Okay, as an oxen, we, you know, you, you got a yoke on your neck, it's a burden. But I'm going to take your yoke, and I'm going to give you mine. So, oh man, I can't believe you were able to handle all this. Okay. Whew. And instead, Gabe, I, I, I want to give you my burden. And Jesus says, hey, take me, take my burden, take my stress, because it's so light. The burden, the, the yoke here is, is easy. And the, the Bible says all we have to do is, instead of trying to deal with that huge stack of books all by ourselves, man, I've got so, I feel like the next area that comes my way, I am literally going to burst. We feel like that sometimes, but if we just understand this simple biblical principle of Jesus wants to take it from you. Jesus will take care of it for you. He will give you the, the strength to go through it, not your own strength, his strength. And all Jesus is saying is, why don't you take my yoke? Why don't you take Jesus? Why don't you take the word of God? Don't you realize, church, that we have, we have strength and we have the ability to be able to handle everything that life throws at us, but we've got to keep the main thing the main thing. Thank you, Gabe. You can have a seat. We've got to keep the main thing the main thing. When we don't and when we put it down and, and we start taking our burdens upon ourselves, and you don't want to talk about it because you're stressed, you don't want to stress anybody else out, so you're just you're, you're trying to handle it yourself and you're going to eventually reach that breaking point in your life. And I want to encourage you tonight that if, if we just keep the main thing the main thing, we can keep on keeping on. If we just keep the main thing, the main thing, Christ will give us the strength to handle whatever burden that we are faced with. I want you to take your Bible, please, and uh, one more passage of Scripture here. It's Luke chapter 10. Not the last uh, passage of Scripture, but one of the last, I should say. Luke chapter 10 and verse 38. Another familiar passage of Scripture, we find two sisters, Mary and Martha. In verse 38, the Bible says, Now it came to pass as they went that he, Jesus, entered into a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha received him into her house, and she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about with much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. We have Mary and Martha. 
Mary, who received Jesus into her house, Mary, who, I'm sorry, Martha, who received Jesus into her house, uh, Martha, who was cumbered about with much serving. It's kind of like Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, it's your responsibility to make the dinner, and, uh, and you're depending on someone else to help you, but that someone else isn't there, and so you're trying to do it all, and uh, everybody's waiting. That, that's stress right there, and uh, I think Martha was at the point where it's like, ah, I just need to put things down. I need to go to Jesus and have her correct my sister so she can help me. And she was in the wrong spirit. She wasn't keeping the main thing the main thing. But Mary sat at Jesus' feet, and Mary heard his word. Now, is serving God a good thing? Yes, and that's exactly what Martha was doing. She was trying to serve Jesus. Is working on a bus route a good thing? Yes, it sure is. I love the bus route. I love the bus ministry. Is singing in the choir a good thing? Uh, yes, and please do. We need more choir members. Is soul winning a good thing? Is working church security a good thing? Yes, I'm thankful for our church security. Is helping in junior church a good thing? Yes, yes, and yes. Serving in the church is wonderful. But as we just had this stack of books, and we put the bus ministry... We put junior church, the nursery ministry. We try to add all that onto it. We're not keeping the main thing the main thing. The problem with that is, is we forget why we're doing what we're doing. And what happens then is we forget the, the motive behind why we do what we do. So if I could encourage you, church, if we're going to keep on keeping on, we have got to keep the main thing the main thing. And when we do keep the main thing the main thing, serving Jesus isn't a, a cumbersome act. Serving Jesus isn't, isn't something that, that we lose our joy in. But yeah, we've, we've got to make our focus right. Uh, Mary chose that good thing, and the good thing was to sit at Jesus' feet and realize that Jesus was the priority Martha, she was just worried about getting the work done and forgot why she was doing what she was doing. A relationship with the Lord is first priority, and let us not forget that. It doesn't matter what happens in this life. It doesn't matter the things that we face. If we face it with the Bible in our hand, with the Word of God in our heart, and Jesus giving us the strength to go through whatever, it's amazing when we keep the main thing, how smoothly our life is and how, how much more we can handle other stresses that come our way. If we're going to keep on keeping on. We have to. We have to keep the main thing the main thing. Number two, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13. You're welcome to turn there. I'll, I'll read it for you. The Bible says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. If we're going to keep on keeping on, we have to keep pressing on. We have to keep pressing on. If you fall down, get right back up again. If you forget to read your Bible or didn't read your Bible yesterday, hey, today's a new day, read your Bible. Get in the Word of God. Keep the main thing the main thing and keep pressing on doing what's right. Keep working at it. Keep pressing on. And if we do that, we can keep the main thing the main thing. One area that I did, did not enjoy when I first got here was uh, mowing the grass. And it's amazing how quickly grass grows around here. 
uh, when it's raining. And uh, I didn't quite enjoy it. I just had the push mower. But when I got a zero turn, mm, I, I love mowing the grass now. I mean, I, I do. I enjoy mowing the grass. And I learned something when, I, when I'm mowing the grass. And I know you already know this, but this is just a reminder for you. If you're going to mow in a straight line, the thing you don't do is, okay, I, I think I'm going straight. I, I think I am. Whoa, 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 wait a second. What happened? If we're going to mow in a straight line, we've got to focus on what's ahead, right? We've got to focus. We've got to have an object, or maybe it's a tree. Maybe it's, it's the line that you already made on, on another row, but to keep looking forward and not looking behind. That's exactly the picture that we have here that the Apostle Paul is giving us in, uh, in Philippians chapter 3. We're going to forget what's behind and keep pressing forward and reaching forward and pressing for the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus by going forward, not looking back. We all have a past. I understand. We, we have all faced things in the past, but yet that's not how we're going to keep pressing on. If we're going to do something for the Lord, if we're going to live our life and, and keep on keeping on and, and honoring God with our life, we must Keep pressing forward. I know Victory Baptist Church has had some great days in the past. It's been amazing days. And, and, and I've, I've looked back, even in the six years that I've been here, we've had some great days. But we're not going to keep pressing on and keep doing more and more for Christ if we're looking back at the good old days. We look at, man, we, we you know, three years ago, that, that was something really good. And maybe we can just bask in that for a little bit. As a church and in our personal life, we got to keep pressing forward. we we got to be thankful for what God's done in the past, and we've got to keep pressing forward and expecting, hey, God's going to do some new things. God's going to do some incredible things, but we've got to keep our eyes forward. We've got to keep pressing on, and if we're going to keep on keeping on, we must keep pressing on. Life gets you down, keep pressing on. Push past your failures. Don't listen to the world. There's a lot of voices that we can become distracted with. But you can make a difference through Christ, and you can succeed through Christ. Our pastor uh, just uh, mentioned Joshua 1.8, uh, I think Sunday night, about good success. And it only is found with, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. That, that is how we have success, and that's how we can press forward, by keeping the main thing the main thing, by keep pressing on. Proverbs 24.16 says, for a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked fall into mischief. If you fall down, get back up and keep pressing on. My last point, and we will be done, is keep trusting the Lord. If you're going to keep on keeping on, we've got to keep the main thing the main thing. We've got to keep pressing on no matter what comes our way. And if we face it with the Lord's strength, we can get through anything pressing forward, forgetting what's behind, but also by keep trusting the Lord. There's a song, a chorus that we sing in church, and we sing it in the youth group. I just keep trusting my Lord as I walk along. I just keep trusting my Lord, and He gives a song. Though the storm clouds darken the sky, or the heavenly trail, I just keep trusting my Lord, He will never fail. 
He's a faithful friend, such a faithful friend. I can count on him to the very end. Though the storm clouds darken the sky or the heavenly trail, I just keep trusting my Lord. He will never fail. And that, that is so true. We sing it, and as Brother Dan had mentioned, we sing a lot of songs in church. And sometimes I'm even guilty of singing it and, wait, what song did we just sing? Because I wasn't thinking about it in my heart. And let's keep trusting the Lord. And as we sing the song and as those words come through our mind, may they go through our heart and remind us, hey, it's not just some words on a page. It's not just a song that sounds pretty, but yet it's something that is true. It's something that we can rely on. It's the promise of God. He will never fail. 2 Timothy chapter 1 says in verse 11, Whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles, for, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Trusting the Lord. Just keep trusting the Lord because he's the one we commit to and he's the one that does not fail. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. That is a promise of God. You can take it to the bank. It is what God says it is. Keep trusting the Lord. He will never fail. As for God, his way is perfect. I'm so thankful that we serve a God who's all powerful. I'm so thankful that we serve a God who is all-knowing. I'm so thankful that we serve a God who is all-present. He knows exactly what you're going through. He knows exactly how you feel. He knows exactly what you need to get through it. And so all we have to do is, all, all we have to do is trust. Just keep trusting the Lord. The sky may be dark. The thunder and the lightning, like we've experienced uh, this evening earlier too, and the rain may come. But yet we can have sunshine in our souls. We could have joy in our heart. Because no matter what we face, man, this whole stack of books, that's pretty cumbersome. I don't know if I can be like Gabe and hold that for that long. It's, and it's, it's not just for a few moments either. I mean, if you're trying to deal with all these stresses on your own without God's help and without taking his yoke upon you, you're, you're going to be carrying that for days. There's going to become a, a breaking point. So we must keep on, keep on, uh, keeping on by, number one, keeping the main thing the main thing. Number two, keep pressing on. And number three, keep trusting the Lord. I know this is nothing new for us. I know you've heard it before. But I hope it's a good reminder for us that no matter what we face later on in this week, and we just keep on keeping on, trusting the Lord, knowing He knows what's best. And let's just trust Him with every burden with every heartache, with every struggle that we go through. Let's make sure we keep our priorities straight. Keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. If you make a mistake, make it right and keep on going. God's never failed yet, so let's keep trusting Him. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. 
For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.